0: What's up everybody welcome in to another episode of out of line um I'm gonna be joined by liam today a recurring guest we're gonna get into we're gonna get into all the news uh, of the weekend you know of course the conference championship games I know most of them were kind of uh, snooze fests outside of the first two um but yeah all, all the other three were not that great but we'll we'll still get into it we'll get into the bowl game we'll talk a little bit about the bowl games of course the army navy game um and you know the playoff and you know. Whether or not the committee got it right, and the transfer portals, and a little bit about the Heisman. So, and of course, it's going to be we're going to make picks in the Army Navy game, and it's going to be, and there's going to be another edition of Unnecessary Wagers. So, all right, let's get into the show. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man, I'm 40.
1: There, it goes. there you are. Okay, perfect.
0: All right, so here's Liam. He made it. Um, you know, we got to talk a little bit about all that stuff. First, I just want to say RIP to USC. Um, I know you you hate – I know you're really, really upset about that. Yeah. Very. Devastated. <laughs> just devastated about USC being out. I, I think that – I mean, a lot of people were talking – I mean, there, there's two – Groups of people, I mean, the most upset about this obviously are USC fans. Um, but you know what? They'll live like you're in LA, you'll be fine. And USC fans are either they're either like diehard USC fans or like USC alums, or they're sort of like bandwagoners who are like just like the brand and all that. Um, so USC fans, I think they'll be fine. Um, I think that Georgia was actually upset about this because now they actually have a tougher matchup. I think Ohio State. Has a much harder, is much more likely to beat Georgia than USC. They're just a much more talented team. Um, I also think this weekend just proved that, this past week proved that USC just wasn't good enough. People talk about durability and they had three tough games in a row. I mean, uh, UCLA, Notre Dame, and Utah, you know, I think. I get that, but we wouldn't grant that type of grace to any playoff team. If Alabama played three equivalent games in a row like that and they didn't win one of them on a, on a missed field goal, we wouldn't grant them that type of uh that, that that type of grace. So if you're a playoff team, you should be able to win all three
1: games. Well, I did think that they um also Caleb Williams got hurt, but uh I did think they kind of got mm-hmm. hosed in the fact that um they were sort of, they sort of got punished for um going further than Ohio State did. They sort of got punished for not um or sorry, they they got punished for playing in the um conference championship, for getting to the conference championship. They got punished for a like if they if they weren't in the conference championship, if they if the Pac twelve was just one of those conferences that where you win the conference and there's no championship game which I don't think that exists anymore, but they used to have those conferences. The Big 12. Yeah. No, the Big 12 is a championship game now. No, I think it, they used to. Yeah, it used to be like that. But um, if it was, then USC would be in the playoff because they were in the playoff as of, of last weekend.
0: I think – I don't agree. I don't agree that they would have been in. Um, because, And I know you're saying that they were in last – that the committee set them up to be in last weekend, but that's only because they had a conference championship game. I actually don't think that they would have been in. And and the reason I tell you this is TCU in 2014, they were the three seed, the second to last week of the season. And then they dropped to the five seed because they didn't play a conference championship game. And Ohio State jumped them just because they didn't play in the game. So I actually don't think that they would have been in just because – just because uh, that – I, just because uh, they only had one loss, I don't think they would. I actually don't think the committee would have set it up so that they would have gotten in. I think the committee likely would have said, "You lost to Utah. That's a worse loss than losing to Michigan when Michigan's the two seed." No,
1: they. I don't. They I'm not fully hold on, hold on, hold that. on. They lost to Utah on a two point conversion. Ohio yes. State got obliterated by Michigan. You're right. I'm not this. I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is the committee might have done that.
0: I, it wouldn't surprise me if the committee had done that because you also have to remember the committee sets it up based on what they know is going to happen. If the, I mean, think about it. Why did why did TCU and why did TCU drop to two spaces in
1: 2014? Really? Because they didn't. They didn't have a conference championship game. But this, but if, if USC – USC I, I, I disagree that USC would have – first of all, I mean it's a moot point, but I disagree that USC would have been out because they were in the four at that time. and I know that, I you're know that but what I'm saying ago. That the committee – oh, Who did Ohio State beat in that Big Ten championship game? They weren't in it. Okay. <laughs> they weren't
0: in it. But I don't think that – I'm not convinced fully. Now, I could be wrong. I'm just basing this off of what they've done in the past. I'm not fully convinced that they definitely would have put that. that, I mean, maybe they
1: would have. I don't know. Well, I think Um, the craziest one was when – I mean, it's it's really crazy because the way they look at it. Because if you remember in – yeah, in 2016 – no, 2015. um, No, 2016, sorry. uh, Penn State beat Ohio State. And then they went to the – they won the Big Ten championship. And the committee still put in – Ohio State over Penn State because Penn State had two losses and Ohio State had one. Well, the thing
0: is that's not fully true, technically. They put Washington in over Penn State.
1: And Ohio State. Ohio State didn't even get to the Big Ten at that time. Right, but
0: what I'm saying is that Ohio State was the three seed, Washington was the four seed. I think that – you know it's funny you bring that up because – and I know it's sort of a moot point. I know it happened six years ago. Um, But I will say I actually now – am a lot more sympathetic to the Penn State argument over Washington than I was at the time. Um, but it wasn't, it made... it's not Washington. It's they beat Ohio State outright. No, they beat Ohio State outright, but it had nothing to do with Ohio State. That's what they're getting it wrong. That's That's what they're getting wrong. It wasn't that they looked at – I mean, Ohio State clearly was – they were two spaces ahead of Penn State. I don't think the Penn State fans – well, actually, that's not true. They definitely did, but I think the argument, but they don't really have as much of an argument as they do with Washington because Washington don't don't forget got dragged by USC at home later uh, later on in the season. Uh, it was in around that. It was yeah, I remember it was in October. The same day Michigan lost to Iowa, um, and they got dragged that they got dragged that game. I know you're laughing that I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> they got dragged that game, uh, and it, and one of. And while Penn State had two losses, they were both earlier in the season. One of them was to Michigan, although it was a very bad loss. It was earlier in the season. And one of them was against Pitt, which was a non-conference game. And they were ranked that year, the same team that beat Clemson. So Pitt, uh, losing to Pitt wasn't that bad of a loss. While Washington, they scheduled the easiest non-conference schedule. They, like, the toughest team that they played in the non-conference was like Mercer, And Penn State fans were saying, well, if we had played Mercer in early in the season instead of Pitt, then we would have been in the playoff. And honestly, they're right about that. But the committee wasn't wrong to put in Ohio State into the playoff. Like, Ohio State should have gotten in. I don't think that Washington should get into the playoff necessarily over Penn State is my main argument. And the truth is, if they only had one loss that year. Penn State probably would have been the three seed and Ohio State the four seed. Um, but there was no justification that year to leave out Ohio State because just because they didn't make – like, here's the thing. I think people – and you probably don't agree with me on this. I think that people, not the committee, but people, put a lot more stock in conference championship games like the public does than I think they should. I think the public does. Um, I think that if you're evaluating the best teams of who had the best years, who, who uh, and you know, who the best teams are or who had the best resume, I think conference championship comes into play, but it's really not the best way of determining who the best teams are. Proof of that is this year, considering that three of the conference champions three of the conference champions really didn't come close to making the playoffs. They like, none of them even had a shot, even at, even though they won the games. So I mean, I don't think that's why I don't believe in automatic bids. I don't when when you're when you have a four team playoff, just take the four take the seasons as a whole and take the four best teams.
1: Well, thankfully that this is it for that. So Well, no, no, no. no. We got another year. One more year, but uh th- this was such a this year was such a great argument for a 12 team playoff. It was uh, the worst argument for oh a team playoff. Oh my god. It was the worst this year
0: was the worst argument for a twelve-team playoff. Okay, everybody. Okay, this this often comes from the same people who also say that now at least a six-team or an eighteen playoff that's somewhat sensible because you can at least argue that six to eight teams every year are worthy of a worthy of a shot. And by the way, that's a very uh, that that's and that's pushing it. By the way, I mean to say six to eight teams. I mean
1: even hold on. Right now, right now, are there four teams that can win the championship? Four, right? And there's, there's only four that are worthy of I'm competing asking, of it. I'm asking you if there are four teams that can win the championship this year. Yes. Yes. Wrong. Well, there's one team saying? that can win. None of those other three are winning. I'm sorry, Georgia's going to roll through those other teams. No, they won't. None of those three have a chance against Georgia. But wait, whole... doesn't that prove my point that a 12-team playoff is a bad idea? No, Georgia it doesn't, because role? then you would then then you would just go like the English Premier League and have the Team that is finishing. don't
0: bring up soccer. I know nothing about
1: the soccer. team that finishes at the top of the standings wins. There's no playoffs. That's what you would have every soccer. That's what you would have every league be like if you if you wanted to take out teams that couldn't win it. Um, essentially, no, it wouldn't. I don't think so. There's not there again. There's not 16 teams that can win in the NBA every year. There's not. So right, it was not, just a problem. You that's you why. To it, to that's, right. the Super Bowl. that's
0: why it sucks. That's why the NBA regular season. I mean, first of all, the NBA regular season is so meaningless. I. Uh, I mean, it, I mean the regular the NBA regular season is pretty boring. I would say. I mean, not. I mean, I would watch it. I'm a sports fan, but I mean, I
1: don't okay. know. Well, hold on. Did, right now, do the New York Giants have a chance to win the Super Bowl? No. Do the Washington Commanders have a chance to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. Those teams are going to be in the playoffs. In the okay, NFL, and is that good <laughs> like, doesn't get great. The regular, but that's so your argument that they're not because they can't win the championship is is crazy. And um, also- I think college football
0: as a sport should be set aside as this as the sport that picks the four that picks where that picks the four to six teams that have the greatest shot that have the best shot. To win a championship is what I think. Um, That's all I'm arguing. The talent gap in college football is also a lot bigger. And before you bring up college basketball, because I know you're going to do that. Can you really argue that college basketball is run better than college football? In what way? Like in the sense that the entire regular season of college basketball, or, or at least most of it, is not really relevant.
1: But the postseason is way better. The Postseason
0: than- is the most relevant, extremely popular, but it's only for less than four weeks. Whereas, God, whereas the the entire rest of the season, the entire four months before that, nobody's paying. Not many people are paying attention. It's not even a topic in sports media. I mean, the the regular season NBA it, it is less relevant nationally speaking than regular season
1: baseball throughout those November college football, First of all, college football is not they they talk about the NBA before they talk about college football on It on- depends on what show. But the 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 other thing I would say to you is um was Michigan and Ohio State a good game? Yes. Okay, so that was a great game. Both teams made it in. Right. Okay, okay, so that there was no guarantee
0: head. that Ohio State was going to win. It, they didn't control their own destiny anymore. I I think If you had a 12 team playoff, you would know that both of those teams are getting
1: in. And imagine I mean the 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 uh uh the um atmosphere of at these games when they have the campus sites. I mean it's it's going to be uh it's going to be ele- electric. I I think you're completely wrong. And again, and you have the buys that they're going to have, so that you know would would hurt. What, your- is, it, what is it exactly? It's something like the. Yeah, first- I think it's every the um, well, it's twelve teams, so the f- top four will get a bye.
0: Right. I think my biggest criticism is the fact that I think that you automatically get. Um, I could be wrong about this, but I think the top five seeds are the conference winners. Is that it?
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be yeah, and then and then only but one one will not because they're going to cut it down to eight, but. Um, so it'll be. Well, it'll what are you be, talking about? They're going to cut it down to eight. That's how they cut it to eight. Is they from twelve to eight, the eight teams, and then they're going to move it out, right? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah. So four. They have to get it to an even to a number that
0: so that. <clears throat> right, right, right. The first four. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That so it doesn't sense. become two. Um, but uh, it is. I, 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 I think you're completely wrong. But um. And there was like you could have you could have made the argument. You you could make the argument that uh uh Penn State would have a chance. I mean they, they they their only two losses are to they would get they would be in. Michigan and um no, but I'm saying to to make a run, their only two losses are to Michigan and Ohio State. Tennessee could make a run if Hendon Hooker was healthy, which by the way, it's a joke. He's not. He, it's a joke that he wasn't uh I I fully agree. We're gonna really get into that. that. Um and uh and, um yeah I mean there, there's a few teams but I, I also think right now Georgia is head and shoulders above and your argument is collapses fully because the playoffs are never good games the 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 first games they're always blowouts like always it
0: that often is true but even when how Clemson, are you well, who the,
1: even when Clemson played Alabama in the first um in in the, when they played each other in a first you know the the semi-final matchup 2017 you mean yeah that even that game was a blowout
0: so how do you think it would be if you if you take an even a, a team that's seated eight spots below them but the argument is does it work for you because it already is like that it already is like that but it would be a lot worse if you right. if you then expand if you then take a team that is eight spots below the four seed <laughs> like like wouldn't it be a lot worse if Washington, okay, Ohio State's going to play Georgia. That's probably going to be a good game. What if Georgia played Washington, who is was the twelfth ranked team? What What would that look like? Yeah, the, is that not more likely to be a blowout
1: than if they played TCU? No, maybe if they played Ohio State, but then Mich- I think Michigan will blow out TCU. That will be bad. I mean, they beat Michigan by thirty something last year. I mean, so no, it's it's not. But like, they're likely not the same
0: team. Look, Hold on. This year's Michigan team and last year's Michigan team. But the
1: point is that it was a game in the semifinal. I'm not comparing it to last year. I'm saying there was a game in the semifinal. Right, right. No, no.
0: that's, totally, that's totally fair.
1: They won't beat them by that much this year, but I'm saying last year. So, yeah, I mean, they, listen, the, Georgia has guys on their practice squad defense that could start in the ACC and Big 12 on defense. No, you're right about that, which, so, which is why I'm very anti-automatic bit. And also, I mean, it's – the SEC is also head and shoulders above all the other leagues as well.
0: That's true, but I don't think that means that – you're right. The SEC is head and shoulders above all the other conferences. I don't think anybody, even the biggest Big Ten sycophants, fans, would disagree with that. But that doesn't mean that every individual team is headed – from the SEC is head and shoulders above every individual team from other conferences. Of course Um, But – By the way, I think this year is – this year, though, I don't think any team is historically great. Like, 2019 LSU, 2020 Alabama. No, I agree. Like, I think any – I think this year, I almost feel like anybody could win it, mainly between Georgia and Michigan. I don't think Georgia is head and shoulders above Michigan. Though Georgia would be favored, no doubt, Georgia would be favored in the game uh, if they played – Michigan but I think Michigan could certainly beat them outright
1: I mean you have to realize though Georgia has a great defense Ohio State I I mean not to take away from what they did but every touchdown essentially that um, Michigan scored against Ohio State was a long play they never really put together a, a consistent scoring drive against Ohio State
0: so well, Michigan, I mean, the thing is, Michigan and Ohio, and Michigan and Ohio State are built a lot differently. Michigan and Georgia are built very similarly.
1: Okay, but I'm saying they're not going to be able to make those big plays they made against. No, uh, but um, you, but at the same
0: but at the same time, in a lot of the games that Georgia won, in some of the games that Georgia won, uh, Stetson Bennett had an amazing game, or. Uh, they scored a lot of points. It, like they're not going to be able. Like Georgia's not going to be able to score a lot of points against Michigan either. Don't get me wrong. I think Michigan, uh, Georgia's more likely to win outright. I don't dispute that. I'm just saying it could go either way because you don't. I care. don't
1: know. Ohio State went down the field pretty, pretty um, easily against them, against Michigan. In the I think game. they could
0: do that against Georgia. Yeah. So go you Michigan. remember, Ohio State had like arguably the best offense in the country. Over the bat, I mean, other than Tennessee, and him, got
1: hurt. I agree. And but now, you know, they're gonna have guys hurt now, but yeah, I know. And, and Marvin had is, a- is probably
0: the best wide receiver in the country, yeah. So I think that could, I think that can go either way. And I don't, and I think most Georgia fans would probably say, Oh, we can beat anybody, you know, we don't care, you know, whether it's USC or Ohio State. I think they're in denial. I would just say I don't believe you if you think that. I think that you're a lot more worried about playing Ohio State than USC. Georgia, I would agree, is head and shoulders above USC. I don't think they're necessarily head and shoulders above Ohio State. Better than Ohio State, for sure. They should win. I don't disagree. Um, But I don't think that the difference is the same as it is with USC. USC I mean, USC's biggest weakness, obviously, is their defense. I mean, they gave up a lot of points. And granted, they weren't against terrible teams. Like, they weren't giving up a lot of points against, like, Abilene Christian. I get that. But they still consistently give up a lot of points. I mean, to UCLA, Notre Dame, uh, and now Utah. It's like if you give up that many points against them, it's going to be very hard to keep up with a with a team like Georgia, who has a very who has a very good defense. I don't know if USC would have had much of a chance. It's it, like I said, it's a moot point. But if Georgia fans claim that they don't care if they play USC or Ohio State, which I bet most of them would, which is not a unique thing to Georgia. Every sports fan is kind of like that. But
1: I just don't believe you. Yeah, I agree, and and. I mean, I, but this is probably the most parody, but I do, I do see, I do see Michigan. Um, I, you know, I'm sure we'll get into this, but I, I do see Michigan beating up, uh, TCU. I mean, TCU couldn't even beat uh, Kansas state. They, by the way, TCU should have lost to Kansas state twice. They should have lost that first game. Kansas state was up 21 points. And then there, um, or seventy, whatever it was, they're up three scores. And, uh, then their quarterback got hurt in the yeah. first matchup. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean to and I will say to be fair, Kansas State is a
0: pretty good loss of all of them. Like I, like Kansas State's a very good team. The funny thing about Kansas State is that when Adrian Martinez got hurt and they put in Will Howard, the team got better. The team yeah. got better with their backup, which I thought was kind of interesting.
1: I feel like um, that happens that happens often in um in, in uh, college college well, yeah, more often than the NFL. Yeah.
0: without a, Yeah, yeah, certainly more often than in the NFL. Um, but I don't know. I just thought it was kind of, a, kind of an interesting thing. But overall, I would say the committee got it right. I think they sort of took the path of least resistance because they would have gotten killed if they put in Alabama over uh,
1: – I know. Over... Alabama thought they should have been in. It was a little ridiculous. Saying, you, you thought Alabama should have been in? No, Alabama thought they should have been. Oh, in. Alabama, Alabama thought. That, well, obviously Alabama thought that. Nick also, Saban he, I, and, and and Nick Saban said they should have been in, and and all this stuff. One of their arguments, lobbying for them on national television. Right. One of their arguments was that uh, um, they, both the games they lost were by a field goal. Um, one or sorry, one was by a field goal. One was um, the two point conversion at the end. But um, so what of the games they won? Right, but. Yeah, exactly. You could also argue uh, they got taken to the distance, probably should have lost, to Texas A&M at home, who were atrocious this season. They lost to LSU, who got blown out by Texas Um, A&M. Right. Like, the
0: thing is, these were win... I mean, the tenant... I would argue that, first of all, their resume this year, Alabama's resume this year, was just not that good. Their only good win was at at Ole Miss. I I would argue that... You could make the argument that their loss at Tennessee was more impressive than any of their wins. Right. You you could really make the argument. You could really make that argument. Like, that's how unimpressive their resume was.
1: Well, and also, you know, I mean, this is a moot point as well, but that game was tied in the late fourth quarter. And Nick Saban opted to go for a 50-something yard field goal um, instead of when he could have punted it, probably sent the game to overtime. Yeah. Um, It's not the NFL. I, I would never trust a college kicker with a, with like a forty five plus yarder. Um, yeah, no, no, I I totally agree. So he did sort of give that game away, and they should have beat LSU as well. So um, they 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 played a better game than LSU, and then they got beat. So it they did not deserve to be in there. No, no, but like I said, when they're when Al- if Alabama
0: fans were like, oh, we only lost by a little bit, again, we only lost by, you know, a field goal or, you know, a two-point conversion in these games, you can't then ignore the fact that you should have lost to Texas and that you should have lost, right, should have lost to Texas, Texas A&M. And it's like you, you really can't have it both ways.
1: And, again, it, it, and also, um, if they uh, if if they gotten in, it would have just been the most – it, it would have been so blatantly obvious, the bias, if they had gotten in. Right. Like and and I think the committee really – I mean, I will say, I don't think the committee
0: is as biased in favor of Alabama as people say they are. I think that they are – first of all, the team that they're most biased for is Clemson. I don't think there's any team that they that – they, that gets the benefit of that more than I, – I think the committee is way more biased in favor of Clemson than Alabama. Um, just in recent years proves it. Um, and I also think that they don't like that stigma. I get the sense that they don't like the stigma of them being pro SEC or pro Alabama. And they really don't want to look like, like why would they want to kind of get rid of that thing?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Which is another reason why they put TCU in. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of transfer portal news coming out. Um, I like the whole transfer portal thing, by the way, I'm pro transfer portal. I think it makes the sport better. Um, right. Drake may to everybody's surprise, uh, is staying at UNC. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. I did see that. I thought for sure he would, I thought for sure he would, uh, he he would transfer out to a better program.
1: But I agree. Um, I agree with the transfer portal thing. And I think it's funny that, um, the sort of a lot of people who were angered, um, by um, a lot of people who are angered by, um, whether it's Transfer Portal or um, USC and UCLA going to uh, the Big Ten, is uh, the same people who are saying, well, they have to pay the players. Well, now that they're doing it, now it's more of a business. So it's more of the, – the, the NFL – excuse me. the NCAA football, once you start paying players, going to become more like a pro league, which – now it has been, especially, I mean, college, all college sports since NIL came on, but um, you can't really say that they should be paid more like a pro league and then complain when there's transfer portals and USC and UCLA are going to go for the big money and stuff like that. Yeah, of
0: course. I mean,
1: money is the reason that they moved that, That uh,
0: I mean, it was the whole Big Ten TV deal thing that right. is the reason USC and UCLA
1: moved conferences. Like- the uh yeah, like it's becoming a pro league. Like the governor of California was uh upset when UC USC and UCLA um did that, but he wasn't upset when the St. Louis Rams and the San Diego Chargers moved right. to Los Angeles about a few years, which was v- for very similar reasons. Right. Um, you no, know, basically the same
0: reason. Right. Um I mean the thing is I think with the whole NIL thing and the whole transfer portal thing, and you're right, it, it makes it a lot more of a a lot more of a business. In college although it kind of was a business before that too, which is a little more transparently a business um, with the whole transfer with all that. Um, I also think that <clears throat> excuse me. I think there's going to be a lot more. I think there's going to be more super conferences rather than regional types of things. Like, like it's not going to like like. Like right now, basically, all of the conferences are regionally based, not full they don't completely make sense, but they're all kind of around each other. They all geographically make sense. Now with all of the transfer now with USC and UCLA being on the West Coast now being in the big Ten, which makes no sense to anybody at all, I mean, I think it's just going to be a couple of super conferences, and it, like it's like the whole conference thing is going to look totally different now. Uh, with not just with the uh, NIL deal, but also the transfer portal, it makes more of the off-season. It makes the off-season in college football, I think, more interesting because these are players that you know of that are transferring from one school to the other. Um, and it really drastically changes the season. It, it, I mean, it drastically changes the teams from year to year. I mean, look at USC. USC last year, like, they were a joke. This right. year they were almost a playoff team. Right. But, I mean that it, so the transfer portal I think makes the sport a lot better. Um especially when you know coaches aren't loyal and you know they get up and move. Exactly. So I thought it was bullshit that no. the players couldn't do it if the coaches were allowed to do it.
1: The one thing that I do wish is I think that um they uh college rivalries are so much more new, unique and better than pro rivalries. And so I wish they had kept like protected rivalries like it's I think it sucks that um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State aren't going to play every year. Um and and yeah. games like that. I wish they had sort of kept rivalries like that. That's why I don't
0: th- love the conference realignment thing, but you got to take it with the Otherwise
1: table. I like it, but I also don't understand why Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have to not play because they're not in the same conference, but Florida and Florida State always end the season with each other. They're not in the same conference. Yeah, I mean
0: and Iowa and Iowa State play every year. You know, yeah, they're on a mighty
1: Exactly. Army and Navy are not in the same conference. So, um, yeah, I, I, I wish they kept that. But I, I agree, and I agree also on people complaining about um, – coaches complaining about players leaving when that's literally all coaches do. It's all coaches do. I mean coaches – college football coaches are like – they have to be the – that
0: has to be the least loyal profession – in the country because at least most of the time if you have a job and you leave you give like two weeks notice coaches i mean tommy tuberville was having lunch with recruits when he was at texas tech and he left in the middle of it to take the cincinnati job right (laughs) like 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 that's how on like that's how disloyal college football coaches tend to be like like (laughs) like they get up and they get up and they just leave right away like before the season even ends. So what, I can't – it, like, it, to me, it's just so silly to then get mad at players for doing it.
1: Um, what, um, since we're on the topic, what did you think of um, Deion Sanders told uh, all the players at Colorado to jump in the transfer portal?
0: The thing is, I thought that – I didn't like it. Yeah. Because it's like, first of all, you're, you just got there, and now you're just putting down the players –
1: yeah, I, I think um he just got there. I know. The the only thing is I think he's sort of in a good position because they were 1 and 11 this year. So even if yeah. they went 1 and 11 like next year, you couldn't really say it was that big of a disaster because they were already 1 and 11 last. Like year. if they go if they go 2 and 10, it's like right, they well he doubled the wins from last. Yeah, exactly. Year.
0: <laughs> you're, you're right. So he knows that. Um I mean that that was a pretty I mean, he took a. I mean, look, he took a better job than, uh, you know, you know. Is it just me? One thing I noticed about the difference with coaches in college football and the NFL is that in college, it seems to be a lot less. Um, I feel like you have to earn it a little more to be a college coach. Like, I don't think you get a job at a big school just from being well known. Like, all of them seem to work up the ranks. Whereas, like,
1: there's no. Well, I agree. Saturday situation. I, I wanted as an Arizona State fan. I wanted. Urban Meyer and they hired Kenny Dillingham who was the offensive coordinator at Oregon. So yeah, they, they do that a lot. It doesn't, you know, big name presence doesn't always mean everything. I think like a lot of times guys who hire like big name coaches think that it's going to um, think that it's going to like improve their recruiting or whatever. Um, You can ask Texas A&M how that's going. (laughs) um, Yeah, I I agree with that. It didn't help with recruiting. It just didn't help with winning. Right. But <laughs> that's the only reason you recruit. Um, but uh the thing is about Deion Sanders is that he did a really good job at Jackson State, but when he's going out and recruiting, he's competing with um other teams in his league. Right. Now and, he's gonna. And the coaches are no names. Like, so everybody, everybody would rather play with, for Deion Sanders. Right, but if he can get a guy from Florida State who starts at Florida State, then that's He has a pretty good chance of being a star at Jackson State. But a guy who starts at Florida State might not be a star at Colorado. Right. And also, I
0: personally – I am just a little bit surprised that he wants to go through this, that he wants to be a college football coach because he's already a big star. He's already on television. It just seems to be unusual for somebody in that position to then – try to go through the trenches of being a college football coach. And it's and a lot it. harder
1: than an NFL coach. I mean, oh, it's NFL a lot I mean, harder. Yeah. Like I mean, here's a whole
0: process. If Deion said, like the, the thing is he's going through a whole process. He taught, he was a coach at Jackson state. Honestly, before Deion Sanders was coaching there, I never even heard of Jackson state. Like really? he started all the way at the, I never heard of it. It was all the way at the bottom. And, um, it, it was, and that's in Jackson, Mississippi, right? Yes. Like, okay, so for a big celebrity like him to be in a very small time city in the South, like Jackson, like Jackson, Mississippi, like it just feels so unfathomable. It feels almost bizarre in a way. And I guarantee you, if he wanted to, an NFL team could potentially hire him. Like, you don't think a team like just a team would say, yeah,
1: why don't we hire Deion Sanders? It can't go wrong. Like something like that would happen but it's it's a lot like if, in the NFL like if you win a big game like say say you you win a big game then like you've won the game and you go home whatever like college football coaches like you beat say you're like Penn State you beat Ohio State one day and then like that night you have to drive to Pittsburgh to go talk to a 16 year old and you have to go do all the, I mean it's such a more demanding job and year round right. job than NFL coach yeah it, it is and also
0: Everything everything kind of falls on you, basically, because you're effectively the head coach and the GM. So it's not right. like – like in the NFL, there's always debate about, you know, is it the GM's fault? Is it the coach's fault? I mean, as a head coach, you are the GM. Right. So whatever – so even if the coordinator sucks, well, you hired
1: the coordinator and kept right. – you hired the coordinator and kept them on. So. And you don't and, – and that's – if you know, that's the team you have the whole season. There's right. no trades. There's no – free agency that you know so so nothing
0: like that changes no no you're right so it's much more demanding uh obviously uh and they i don't you're right like i mean to me just trying to talk to high school kids to get them to go to try to convince them to go to your to go to your school i I mean it's got to be like that's got to be very difficult to just drive because you know these guys they drive hours just just, <laughs> just, to talk to a high school kid and try to get him to go to try to recruit him. Like that's right. got to be very difficult. Um, and, and if you think about it, I mean, of all the best college football coaches, how many of them were big celebrities outside of college football? Right. Like none of them. Uh, it's another reason that the whole Deion Sanders thing is just, I don't know, very interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, but the thing is, after that speech, I feel like, if he's there for, like, five years and Colorado still stinks, I feel like he's going to get fired. I right. mean, right. And it's just going right. to make him look bad. I feel like he could get fired before then. We'll see. Yeah, potentially. Um, I mean, depending on how much. You, I mean, if they, but if they then become an average team in the Pac-12, that's a really big step Which
1: up. they certainly could do because uh, USC and UCLA are leaving. And- yeah, two of the best teams from but- this year. Yeah, but and the and the other thing is that yeah, uh, it's not like he's going to a school where like they have a demanding fan base or a very like big involved fan base. Not not like, as much as other. If people. you're going to the the guy that I guess I would say is a was a big name who is successful as Harbaugh, um, but like if you remember, like as soon as Harbaugh had some struggles, even seasons where he was nine and three, people wanted him fired.
0: And you this proves – I think this season proves the Harbaugh haters, haters wrong. Um, oh, I think a lot, last season did too. Last season did too, obviously, because he totally brought – because like, even if you wanted to – a lot of people like hated on Harbaugh because they weren't beating their rivals or whatever or they were losing bowl games. And the thing is, what you have to remember is that before Harbaugh, Michigan was barely even able to make bowl games. They were such an irrelevant team.
1: Yeah. Before regardless. Harbaugh. And he
0: brought them back to relevancy. Like, the Rich Rodriguez-era Michigan was horrible. Yeah, they were horrible. And then he just brought them back. So it's kind of hard to then say, well, horrible stinks. Right. When before that, they were horrible. Like It's not like Scott Frost. When Nebraska was better before Scott Frost and after Scott Frost. Like, the team legitimately got worse after Scott Frost. You can't say that about Michigan. They got exponentially better.
1: Yeah. And he's one of the only guys – the only guy right now I could think of is Pete Carroll, who's gone – made a run in college and the pros. He went to the Super Bowl with the 49ers and he's in the playoffs now. So yeah, He's
0: one of the few. I mean, I don't think he's the only one who could do it. I think that a lot of coaches... I, I think that if you put Nick Saban on an NFL team, he could do it. He wasn't hasn't, a coach. could is what I'm saying. He was an NFL coach for years. He was. He was I'm saying just because he hasn't done it doesn't mean he couldn't. I mean, here's the thing. If Drew Brees passes his physical and goes to the Dolphins, it's certainly possible that that Nick Saban becomes an, a legendary NFL coach and never even goes to college. Imagine, that is the biggest what-if question in the history of sports. You don't think that's possible? You don't think that
1: No, I think, it's, I think he's a great college coach, and it's just different, different completely different. They're completely different, but I, I think that if you put him on an NFL team with a good enough quarterback— I just he think college and day. pros are just so different. What? I just think college and pros is just so different. They, that it's- they
0: are different, but I don't buy into the notion that it's it's so different to the point where no, that college coaches just can't coach in the NFL. You
1: remember when? Remember when? Um, when John Beeline left Michigan, he coached Michigan to like five Final Fours, and he went to go coach the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think he got fired in like December or something. Yeah. Like he got right. fired in like his first season, so it's 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 completely different. Mainly because also you're talking to adults versus kids. You're you know it's it's yeah. different.
0: No, no, you're right. It, not not just kids, but I mean you're also deal with guys with. I think this is more so in basketball than in football. But guys with like big egos who are right. often depending on what you know big stars and don't put up with anything. Like you can't.
1: It, it, no, yeah, all of that. Well, is. but I mean, you, it, I agree. Basketball, like Rick Patino was a bad NBA coach, and he's a good college coach. But uh, Matt Rule is a, gr- is a good college coach, and he was a horrible NFL coach.
0: He wasn't a good NFL coach. He also didn't really have much to work with. Yeah. I mean, like, if you don't have a good quarterback, then you can, <laughs> there's not much you can do. Um, yeah. and, and by the way, before you say Nick Saban, I don't think it's totally just that's it with Nick Saban as an NFL coach. I mean, Bill Belichick didn't start off with a lot of success either. I mean, I don't think that in Nick Saban's limited
1: amount of time in the NFL, that means he just can't coach in the NFL. We won't get into this argument, but Bill Belichick has been proven to be a fraud of a coach. But yeah. You think he's a fraud of a coach? He's been horrific since Brady left. Horrific. I I wouldn't say he's
0: been horrific, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Either way, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about, the Heisman. Uh you did mention before Hendon Hooker totally, totally got snu- oh, uh totally got snuck. Oh, by the way, I do want to talk about this for a second. Just going back to the transfer portal thing. Um, DJ Uwangalale I think that's the first time I finally got his name right in two years. Um, it only took me two years to out how to pronounce his name. I looked at the odds, UCLA is most likely to land him. <laughs> nice. Interesting. I don't know. Just wanted to bring that up. So, anyway, I want to talk about the Heisman. Um, I think my biggest criticism of the Heisman Trophy is that there's way too many people voting. They have, like, what, close to a 1,000 voters? I mean, how do they pick who's voting? I mean, this whole thing makes no sense. Um, I mean, I couldn't be wrong about it. I think Dan Levitard's father has a vote as a Heisman vote. Um, I don't know. I'm like, that's wild. I don't know what he's. I don't know why he gets a Heisman vote. Um, I don't know who decides who gets a Heisman vote, but I mean, I think I might be more qualified. Does
1: that show that even part. still exist? What? Does that show even still exist? No. That Dan Levitard and his father died? No. <laughs> like, I don't know who's
0: giving out these Heisman votes. I mean, there could be a curb episode where, like, Larry gets
1: a Heisman vote. Right.
0: <laughs> like, like something always, like that
1: could happen. I feel like always, like, this happened to me today. I feel like always it comes out of nowhere. Like, I feel like I, I'm like, oh, the Heisman was today? like Yeah, yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And know. honestly, I don't even care about
0: it that much. Um, and I know no. you're going to say, why are you talking about it if you don't care about it? It's a story. I mean, it's still a story, whether or not right. I personally care about it. I personally don't really care about it. Mainly because, like, <clears throat> uh, first of all, it doesn't translate to do the pros very much. Right. Second of all, it's something that people vote on. It's just feels. It's not like you won a you didn't win a game or anything like that. It's something where people just look at some of the best players, and they just you know vote on who the best players are. It, I don't know. Like it, it just feels different in that sense. Right. And and there's also a lot of bias in favor of some players over others. I mean, Caleb Williams deserves to win this year. I think. They always have like three players, but usually you kind of know who's going to win, and usually that third player, it's like, okay, why is he even there? Yeah. Right. We, we know we, he's not going to win. You
1: always know who's going to win, and and it, it never like it doesn't. I mean, guys, guys who have won the Heisman, just to list a few: Manziel, uh, Tebow, Reggie yeah. Bush, one, two. I mean, none of those guys panned out. Like it, it doesn't really equate to anything in, in terms of. Right. It, it
0: never, it never really does. By the way, they took away Reggie Bush's Heisman. They just pretend it didn't happen. Right. Well, which is another weird thing about the NCAA. They vacate wins and pretend like, it's just weird to me that they do that because it, that we just pretend that it didn't happen. Right. Uh, which by the way, would be allowed now. Like, I don't know. I think he should get his Heisman back. Oh, um, I agree. Like, um... It's ridiculous. Um, but either way, uh, I don't know. Like it's just a. It's just kind of a very hyped up thing where it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of Hall of Fame voting, where it's like, yeah. who are these people voting, and why? And why do they get a vote? Um, how many people who vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame don't even watch much baseball anymore?
1: Well, like, I think they watch baseball, but I think that they're completely insane and what <clears throat> what fans think, but. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, it's same thing with like, same thing with like the Oscars, all these things where guys are voting on it. And uh, it's sometimes it's like, doesn't make any sense. They think that but they're smarter. Is,
0: but it's especially like that with college football, because at least with the Oscars, everybody's watching the movies that are being nominated. Right. Whereas like, I don't think, I don't think that all of these, that most of, the Heisman voters have actually watched every single one of these players and really evaluated who the best players are. I don't blame them for that. It's not their fault. It's impossible to watch everything. But I mean, i we I mean, yeah. get a lot of money that I've watched that I watch more PAC 12 football games than most Heisman voters
1: do. It's possible. I'll, I mean, that probably is true. I'll give you some, this is in the two thousands. Like th- this is some of the, uh, some of the Heisman winners, Jason White was in 2003. He was a quarterback at Oklahoma. Matt Leinart was the USC quarterback. Troy Smith was the quarterback at Ohio state. (laughs) Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford. He was at Oklahoma. Mark Ingram. He's been okay. I guess Cam Newton, RG three, Johnny Manziel. That was one of the stretches. And some of those, and some of those players would not even be recognized
0: in public. Right. I saw Jason White at Wegmans. I would not notice. Right.
1: Marcus Mariota won the Heisman. He didn't pan out in the NFL. I mean, the, Vince Young never won. I, I thought Vince Young would have won one, but uh, another guy didn't pan out. I mean, recently there was a few, like um, Joe Burrow won and uh, Lamar Jackson won. But, like, Kyler Murray won, and he he wasn't great. Baker Mayfield hasn't been great.
0: Um, So, yeah. yeah. Baker Mayfield's totally gone by the wayside until last night.
1: Right. <laughs> and he needs Josh McDaniels to blow a game for him to be good. So yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I mean Bryce Young is gonna be alright, but again, like these these guys, like Trevor Lawrence never won a Heisman. Yeah, that's that
0: feels the weirdest. Devonte Smith won uh, that right. year. I mean, he probably would have won if
1: not for Joe Burrow. Right. But yeah, so it, it doesn't it doesn't even always equate to everything. No, you know you're not you're not you win the Heisman you're not going to be. A, you know a great it doesn't mean you're gonna be a great pro it just means that you're gonna be that like the best player that year so right. um i like uh i i like it but um I, I feel like it's definitely lost like i feel like it was a bigger thing back in the day now it's i mean this is um so just then just to to hinge on what you were saying uh first where is it oh the the first place votes, like. Um, Vinnie Testaverde one year got 3,000 first-place votes. That's how many people voted. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of guys who are... Um, and back in the day, again, like, back in the day, um, Vinny Testaverde won a Heisman, Bo Jackson won a Heisman, Doug Flutie won a Heisman, like, guys who panned out in the NFL. Now it's a little different.
0: Yeah, I mean, it... Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I I mean I the other side of the argument is that's a college award, not an NFL award.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that it, it used to be like the most standout player. Right, right. Um I mean, Zach Wilson didn't want to be uh, didn't even get invited and he got the second pick. So they they there it it's it's like and I think it's also very uh power 5 biased.
0: Obviously, uh, Drake May was robbed, yeah, though he's not the only player. Hendon
1: Hooker was robbed more than him.
0: Hendon Hooker, I agree. Hendon Hooker was robbed.
1: Hendon Hooker was only not there because he got injured against um South Carolina, and so that was the only reason he there's was a good there. chance he would have won, by the way, yeah,
0: if he didn't get injured. He was,
1: I think you would know better than me, but I think he was the uh, he, he he was the odds favorite at one point.
0: I don't know, I didn't check, um, I didn't check until maybe. A couple of days ago ooh, ooh.
1: and shout out by the way to uh rico bosco rico bosco in uh start of the season had caleb williams
0: uh, Dude, one pick is- he got right
1: yeah so, <laughs> but um but yeah i mean it's it, and it's also going to change um it's going to change a lot with uh the transfer portals and stuff um Guys are going to want to go places they can win the Heisman. Like, like Caleb Williams was basically, he wouldn't have win it on Oklahoma last year.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's true. Um, so I want to get into a little bit of the Army Navy game. Um, now, to be completely honest, I haven't really followed either of these teams much throughout the year. Um, wait, let me read this comment. Not so fast, my friends. Other than Caleb Williams, Drake May had the best numbers in the nation, and they're very close. I will say Hendon got robbed too, but man, is no Drake May a disgrace.
1: H- Hendon Hooker was playing against the SEC every week. Yeah, I was, he was playing against the ACC, which is a horrible conference. I was just going to say that. Uh, Hendon Hooker,
0: I mean, T- Tennessee was the number one team in the nation at one point. ACC
1: might of- have worse defense in the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I agree. Just, yeah, he should. But, he, I would have invited him, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously. And, and who are you taking out is the other thing. If right, that that's another
0: good question. Um, I mean, yeah, Drake May had a great year, but I he wasn't better than Hinton Hooker or Caleb Williams. Um, and he'll will never live up to his brother Luke,
1: right? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I uh, I, I, I haven't. Uh, Pay that much attention to um Army Navy, but I I feel like Navy always has the better team. Usually. Um, but this um,
0: year, but the thing I, is, I this is my fun. least favorite week of the season. I don't like this week. Um, it just reminds you that the college football season is over. Um, and, and it got boat raced by you okay, yeah. Georgia. Georgia, <laughs> like the number one team in the country. Uh that that's a little bit of a weird criticism. <laughs> like, what? Um it's like when people say LeBron will never be Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, okay, he's number one, best ever. <laughs> like, I don't get that argument. Um, it, it um, Okay, so I do want to talk – first of all, being – I love looking at some of these stats from Army, Navy. They have, like, a different quarterback every week, it seems like, both of these teams. And being the quarterback at uh, at Army or Navy is kind of like being a lifeguard at the Olympics. Right. No Duggan and no Bennett replace them with May and Hooker. Bennett, okay, fine. Um Duggan, I think absolutely should be in over May. I think I mean Duggan, I would say probably had a better year than May. Um, but he's not gonna win. So he is he's second favorite in odds, Duggan, that I looked at. Um, but he's not gonna win. I no, mean, so why are we replacing people who are just gonna be at the show who aren't gonna win? It's just I don't know, kind of a pointless argument. Um <laughs> Uh, All right. So, yeah, like I said, it's just it's interesting when I see these uh, quarterbacks. When I when I see these quarter when I see the quarterbacks and it's like they throw they go like for one in these games. Uh, Yeah.
1: um, This is actually I I wanted to point out. uh, I was going to say that I'm uh, Navy always had a better team, but I think Army is. They had a decent end to the season. They killed UMass and UConn. I mean, they're not great teams, but they did beat them pretty handily. And Armies also could get into a bowl if they win this game. Uh, I would take Army. And also, I wanted to point out that in the interim of you, whenever you wrote your headlines and write this second, um, very significantly, Navy went to a three-point favorite, um, which makes me kind of like Army more because at like least even a field goal.
0: Over two and a half, you mean?
1: Yeah. What is that based on? The I
0: history. just saw it right now. Usually no. it, it, it fluctuates maybe by like half a point, depending on what app.
1: But I was going to say, at least if Navy wins by a field goal, I could still get the push.
0: Yeah, I get that. It, according to FanDuel, it's still two and a half, but Navy is minus 118 and Army is minus 104. Yeah. So it's it's close so to three. So that, that makes some sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Nate um hold on. I, I do have it in my wager, but I do like Navy. Um I think sixteen years in a row, all the games went under.
1: Yeah. But I I I, I, I will never I will never bring myself to take a uh under that has the number three in front of it. I'm sorry. 30, 30 point under.
0: Yeah, and
1: I mean you you're basically
0: rooting for nothing to happen.
1: You're rooting for nothing to happen and um, you're rooting for nothing to happen. And like two scores puts you in such big danger. If there's like two scores right away, you're in danger. So I, 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 I hate unders in the first place, but such low unders, I can't do it. I might not touch the over, but in this game, I feel like I might bet the over if I was outside of New York. But, um, I, I like, uh, I like, uh, uh, army you like, Army, all right, well, we'll see. Um, but, like, I don't think anybody –
0: I mean, the weird thing about this game is that all of it is just tradition. Like, it's not a great game. Right. Like, it, like it, if this was on during other games, I don't think anybody like, – like, if this didn't have the tradition attached to it, there would not be no Army, Navy type of thing. All of it is just a tradition, which I find – which, okay, that's fine. But it, it's, it's, that's just the difference between this and the rest of the college football season.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's sort of why it gets the standalone game.
0: Yeah, I mean, because Army plays
1: any other week. Army Army played Air Force this season, like I saw Navy. But do you remember like those games? Like you know, no. <laughs> I
0: remember Air, barely. I, I I do remember the game that Air Force played against UNLV.
1: But I'm saying though, like Army. Navy, Ar, but I'm saying though, Navy Air Force and Army Air Force are essentially the same thing as Army Navy.
0: Just All right game. so Garth is still going nuts about Drake May Drake May's attorney over here uh he had 4000 yards uh his defense ranked 110th in the nation I mean I don't he's not getting an award for his defense um a okay <laughs> like I don't know I don't think the number the exact number of yards matters that much I mean that's just stat padding um I, I don't know I don't think that really matters that much um but all right, um, I mean, if Drake May were a Heisman finalist, I'd be fine with that. But we all know he wouldn't win. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I do want to get into some unnecessary wagers. Um, so here is the my. Uh, I'll, I'll do yours first, actually.
1: Yeah. So um, doing you can't uh, do army navy. Right. I can't do army navy because I'm in New York. So I did a lot of bowl games. Uh, Bowl games are really tough to bet because so many guys don't play and just a lot of factors. But uh, UAB, Miami, which is the first bowl game you have to bet that. So I would take uh, UAB. They're better. Um, Troy versus UTSA. I like Troy. uh, One point, very low. Essentially pick them. Florida versus Oregon State. I know that Florida is not very good, but – in the end of the day, it's still Florida versus Oregon State. Uh, so I'll gladly take 10 points. Um, Missouri and um, Wisconsin I bo- I like as well. I like Wisconsin because I always like a team with their coaches coaching the last game. I know he, he's an interim coach, but still his last game. So. I'm surprised they didn't give him the job. No, they got Luke Fickle. Yeah. Because um, he was
0: like a legend. He's like a Wisconsin legend. Um, yeah, I know. By the way, former jet, yes, former jet. I, well, I really wanted to just bring that up. Okay, so here's my unnecessary wager. It's all Army Navy because. Um, all right, so Navy minus two and a half, uh, under thirty two and a half. Tyre Tyler, uh, who's a quarterback at Army, so a, a, an Olympic lifeguard at Army, um, hit any as an anytime touchdown scorer, and Daba Fofana. Over 76 and a half yards. He's actually, the past two games, he's rushed for over 100 yards.
1: You have a spread that has the, the under in it and then also has two score a scoring and an over uh, prop. Yeah. Interesting. Well, one score. Okay, one touchdown. <laughs> one touchdown. Um, so, but also, the 76 and a half is not a lot.
0: I know. That's why yards. I like it. I like that. Especially when, especially when your team never passes. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'll be back next week to break down the bowl games. Um, so thanks for listening. And uh, if you made some bets, good luck on your bets.